Hey, what's up? This is Ayush and this is the ninth episode of The Pod with No Name. What's up, guys? What's going on? How are you? Lockdown is getting restored, but with reduced restrictions. That's good. Liquor shops are open now, you know. Now we are not just stuck in our houses. Now we are partying in our houses. Woo! Uh, sorry. Uh, you know, I'll be honest. I'll be honest. Like, I'm not really minding this lockdown stuff, you know. I'm like getting down into my stand-up comedy stuff. Whenever I get time, that is, you know. Work is hard. Uh, for some reason, all these fucking bags, they have started put giving me, giving the employees more work now that the business is shut down. For some reason, man, I don't know. This seems really fishy to me that a lot of work is coming when the business is shut down. Just something not right there. I'm just saying, you know. But, you know, I'm, I'm utilizing my time quite well, you know. Getting back on the guitar, you know, guitar. Uh, that was me doing a solo, by the way. Uh, <laughs> getting back into the blues. Uh, working on stand-up, you know. Good, that's going good. I still can't fucking wait till this shit is done and... I can go out there and perform again. But, you know, for now, I'm staying inside. I'll maybe go out for a liquor run, you know, get some good old whiskey uh, inside the house. Get this party started. Uh, A lot of people are saying that they're losing their minds, you know. Like, they just can't take this shit. And no matter what you say, no matter what you do to lose your minds... You won't be like Elon Musk just wiping out $14 billion. <laughs> like, you can't lose your mind to that extent. <laughs> like, his his uh, idea behind that, doing that, was like, I don't need worldly possessions anymore, you know? They just, they just drag you down, you know, from focusing on your true goal, which is which for him is Mars and space. Which, you know, I don't completely disagree with that. Most of the shit you have in your house, you don't need, right? Like, you have been in a lockdown for a month or two. How much of the stuff at your house did you actually use? You use your phone, you use your fucking router, you lose your, use your laptop, you lose use the stuff in the kitchen. Even the stuff in the kitchen, you don't use all of them. You use your TV, maybe. Uh, and that's it, you know? Like, 60 to 70% of the shit in your house, you don't use. You know, I know where Elon is coming from, you know, Elon. But that's also the reason why I won't ever invest in the market again. Because it's people who I can relate with who are running the market. Like psychos like me who just like, you know, I don't really need all my worldly position. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna destroy it. Uh, So many people had their shit invested in Tesla and now it's all gone. 14 billion just whoop bye bye and it's not like he's done never never done this before he did this in 2018 or something right i don't know i'm just not i just don't believe that the market is truly random and people i can relate with are running it uh but you know it's still better than what jeff bezos is doing you know at least elon musk has a philosophy behind it what is jeff bezos doing Jeff Bezos is building a 10,000-year watch in a mountain. 
richest guy in the world will we be will we even be around in the next 10000 years very doubtful <laughs> probably not then what's the fucking point of a 10000 year old watch year old wa- no it's not a 10000 year old watch it's a 10000 year watch one hand takes the years and the other hand takes the months or something like that i mean what's the point uh one of the explanations that i read about this was that uh jeff bezos really wants the future generations to know where we were at specific times in the history jeff people will have internet in the future you don't have to build a goddamn watch for that you know they can watch you build the watch in the future they probably even won't won't even use it you know like who does anybody even use the big ben anymore it's just standing there ticking away <laughs> like everyone just looks at their they would people would be standing right next to big ben and they would st- they still won't check use it to see the time they would open their phone and watch see the time like you don't want the future generations to remember us or what we did you want the future generations to remember you in particular just you know i was the richest man in the world for a time being and uh, yes i exploited a bunch of people and made a lot of lives miserable but i also built a th- 10000 year old Ugh, why do i keep saying 10000 year old watch it's just i guess the concept is too complicated for my stupid brain to grasp that's why uh but yeah i ruined that joke uh but you know i have a tendency to do that to ruin things you know i sometimes surprise myself uh as to like how i've been in a 6 year old relationship like how have i not found a way to ruin that shit uh i don't know i guess i'm just a perfect boyfriend you know no issues on my side it's not because my girlfriend is accommodating it's all because of me and how perfect i am nothing to do with her uh as you all know i'm a epitome of uh perfection um <laughs> yeah I, i don't really have much to say you know as a shout on elon musk shout on jeff bezos uh let me just continue the story that i promised you guys i would do midweek and i bailed on the promise uh that's a good trademark or a good characteristic of a good boyfriend always bailing out on promises but i have a reason all right i'm working from home okay and like i said there's a lot of work banks are doing a lot of work for some reason and i'm spending like 10 to 11 hours a day in the i won't say the office but at home working all right like i don't have time sometimes okay i'm putting in everything i have to give this free podcast to the four listeners that i have and you better fucking load to to adjust to free shit all right don't give me all that whiny bullshit even i'm a human i'm not an object all right <laughs> i don't know why i'm so angry uh all right let me continue that story all right the story where did i leave you do you guys even remember that uh oh uh, for people who are tuning in just now uh i started a story about how i went to bangkok on my first business/international trip 
and uh, it's a three-parter and this is the third part if you want to check the second part go to the episode before this it's towards the end if you want to check the first part go to the episode before that episode it's towards the end and in this episode it's right in the beginning uh, that's because we don't value consistency on this channel at all. <coughs> sorry. <laughs> I am sorry. Alright, so where was I? As soon as I got to Bangkok, I bled on my white shirt. Uh, in the second episode, the highlight was drinking alone while my friend and my manager were making out with a couple of ladies, as far as I know, <laughs> a couple of ladies at a bar, and I was alone sitting and drinking Guinness in Bangkok. Mm. Alright, the third part, the most interesting and the most disgusting part, mm. and also the most funny, which is which says a lot about my sense of humor. Alright, let me grab, grab a sip of water because talking really hurts my throat. <sighs> I don't know what anyone says. Water is the best energy drink in the world. Probably in the universe, I would say. We're soon not going to have any of it. But I digress. So the story, alright? The first weekend. The first weekend, we decided to go to Pattaya. Uh, and no, I know. A lot of people are thinking, oh, Pattaya. And for those who don't know, Pattaya is like the sex capital of the world, alright? There's a big street called the Walking Street. And uh, at the Walking Street, you it's like a big street with a lot of bars and stuff. And you can go in and, you know, have the time of your life, you know. if you As long as you have money, you, you know, can do whatever you want. Uh, and for relatively cheap, as I must add. And, uh, but there's also a beach, you know. There are islands surrounding Pattaya where you can go on a boat and, you know, just chill and relax. Uh, there are other things as well, but it's famous for the walking street. Uh, so we go there. We took a bus from Bangkok. We reached Pattaya and we went to the beach straight away. Uh, good beach, good beach. It was fun. Uh, me, my best friend and my manager, we all decided to go to one of these islands on a motorboat. And, you know, just chill there for like uh, two, three hours, you know, sunbathe, have a swim and stuff. Have some alcohol, obviously. Uh, so we go there, you know, uh, we get there, it was a good boat ride, uh, it was sunny, but not too hot, uh, pleasure, it was a good breeze, uh, uh none of this is important, uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we, we reached the island, and I was like, hey guys, you wanna go for a swim, uh, so, right at the beach, there was this enclosure, uh, where you can swim, and, uh, I was like, hey, you wanna swim, because I was the only one who knew how to swim, I think. Uh, I don't remember. Uh, don't want to throw any shade on my friends. Uh, but you know, we went for a swim, and you know, I was just swimming in the deep end, uh, right near the enclosure, uh, where the enclosure separated the, where the enclosure was touching the ocean. I must say, and uh, you know, I was just swimming, you know, just showing off a bit because my friends were at the lower, at the shallow end, and uh, you know, I. Ran the length of the enclosure, came back, and I was like, you know, let me rest my feet a bit. Uh, and I just put my feet on the seabed, or whatever you call it. And, like, just a piercing sensation, like, something went inside. And I'm like, what the fuck is that? 
and I'm not able to walk properly. Like I can't use my leg properly. It was my, I think it was my, I think it was my right leg, and I couldn't walk properly. I was like, what the fuck is going on? So I somehow swam to the shore, and I looked at my feet, and right on my uh, heel, like five big, like pincers inside of it. So essentially, it was I stepped on a sea urchin. <laughs> five big needles inside like inside my heel and i'm like dude what the fuck am i supposed to do now like i couldn't walk properly so i so i showed it to my friend and he's like half laughing half concerned because that's what friends do <laughs> it was funny as fuck because i was showing off like a fucking badass you know hey, look at me i can swim i can swim uh and then i have five needles in my heel the next moment Serves you right. Uh, the moral of the story is never show off. Uh, <laughs> so then my friend takes me to one of those bars, the shacks, uh, and we try to tell the bartender what happened. Uh, he didn't know English, but we kind of showed him <laughs> that there are five needles with my heel. And he was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so he made me sit and he got a bottle and he broke the bottle. No, he didn't break the bottle. He got a bottle and he got some lime and he squeezed the lime on my heel and just rubbed it. Uh, And I thought, you know, he'll break the bottle and use the glass ends to just take the needles out. And he rubs the lime on my heel, takes the bottle, does not break it. Does not break it. Just starts hitting my fucking heel with a bottle. Like he's ramming a nail inside a wall with a hammer like just relentless just starts no warning at all just starts beating me you know as if i'm some sex offender at a prison and who's who's being interrogated you know felt like i must have fucking uh gulag you know <laughs> uh back when stalin ruled russia and everyone was there and was interrogated and tortured and I'm looking at my friend. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? What the fuck are you doing? And I'm looking at my friend. I'm <laughs> hoping for some help. And that fucking asshole, he's just standing there laughing his ass out. <laughs> and like, I would, I'm not gonna lie. I was in pain and I was like, this is so fucking funny. <laughs> uh, just he, So what he was, the bartender was essentially doing was he was, he was uh, just pushing the nails into my skin. Uh, and his idea was that it'll just dissolve with time. Uh, but it hurt a lot. And it was hurting throughout the rest of the trip. So just to catch you up on things. By this time, my uh, I had a cough. I had spilled blood out of my nostrils. Ruined a white shirt. Uh, caught a fever. Uh, and was bit by a sea urchin. And with needles in my body. First international trip, always a good time. Uh, <laughs> so then we decided to go back, go back to the island Pattaya. So we took a boat again, went back. Then we were like, you know what? What do we do? Uh, we decided to, we decided to go to the walking street because it opens in the evening and we had killed enough time already. And we decided to do that. Oh, by the way, for those of you who don't know. Uh, uh, there's this thing in Pattaya where a bunch of uh, I don't know Caucasian men, uh, white people. Uh, is that racist? I don't think that's racist. Uh, 
uh, men from the West, I would like to say, uh, a bit more sophisticated and subtle. Uh, fuck that. A bunch of white men. <laughs> but so a lot of white men come there and, you know, they, they, I don't want to say hire, but they, well, they hire, they hire Thai girls and they ask them to pretend like they're together. You know, like girlfriend experience, quote unquote, but like proper, like taking them out for dinner, buying them rings and jewelry and stuff, you know, for a week or so, so that like a constant companionship, you know, going to spas with them and all that crap, which is kind of sad. It's really sad. But that's the thing there. So everywhere you went, you would see a Caucasian dude, <laughs> a white dude with a Thai girl as if they're dating or married. Which was kind of a weird experience to just see that. Uh, you know, the guy was acting all needy and the girl didn't really care because she was just in it for the money. It was kind of sad, you know. Uh, my heart shrunk a little. But, you know, the <laughs> moving on. We went to the walking street and again, the whole racist thing with Indians poses there tenfold. Uh, half of the bars won't take us in because of our skin color. No, that is racist. Uh, but, you know, we have a reputation. I wouldn't, I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to sit here and act as if they're wrong. Uh, <laughs> we have a reputation to get f- to freeload, you know. Uh, window shopping, as I mentioned in the previous episode. So, a lot of bars did not allow us in, and the ones that did asked us to buy a couple of drinks before we went in, so that we just didn't sit there, watch, and come out. Uh, so, the first bar that got us entry was, uh, uh, it was a, like, a, like a BDSM go-go bar. We did not know that. And we went in, and it was all this, we had, like, these leather spandex shit with whips and stuff, and I'm like, uh... <laughs> I'm not really into this shit. Uh, but, we, you know, we somehow got in after being rejected 10 times. Imagine how bad it is that prostitutes reject you. I mean, <laughs> not you as a person, you as a nation, you know. The prostitutes reject you as a nation. How shitty do you have to be? <laughs> not all Indians are like that, by the way. Some Indians tip generously. Uh... I raise my hand, I tip really well uh, when I'm able to. Uh, If I'm broke, I'm not going to go to those places at all. Uh, Am I overcompensating by saying all this? I probably am. Mm. But I I swear I really do tip well. (laughs) Who cares? Who gives a shit? I'm sorry. I have this tendency to divert, divert, go on a tangent. Uh, Yeah, so we finally got in and we ordered a drink. Uh, actually, we got a drink outside because that's how we were allowed in. And I don't know what was wrong with that whiskey, but it really fucked my manager up, you know? Like, all these girls were coming with spandex and stuff. And uh, we were like, no, please, no. Uh, and we finished our drinks and went out, and my manager got sick because, I don't know, I think they mixed something in the drink. You know, they were like, yeah, you brown fox, yeah, you you will get this shit, you know? We'll give you a shitty whiskey with fucking some laxatives mix so that you so that you don't come ever again to our beautiful pdsm torture theater <laughs> uh but uh 
yeah so we were like all right let's go to some good place so my best friend there he is big into research you know like he he just turns up uh, opens up google and just like goes through everything you know the best google bars where indians are allowed you know added all the filters that you can add and we found a google bar which is highly rated and not racist so we go there and as soon as we go in like this is this is like bangkok gogo bars times 10 like in bangkok no women were naked and stuff here as soon as we entered everyone was topless everyone and we were like what excuse me like (laughs) should you like escalate shouldn't it start with like fully clothed and then like as you go deeper in (laughs) the clothing should reduce so that your eyes get adjusted to it and so does your mind (laughs) apparently not it's right in your face and i was like okay i don't want to touch anything here and this was the place that really broke my heart you know like this trip up until now is breaking my body but this 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 one bar broke my heart um so this gets disgusting all right this is i won't say disgusting but a kind of gross <laughs> it just really gets really gross so fuck uh, we go upstairs because there's no place downstairs and everyone is dancing and stuff and there are guys just going to town uh, so we go up we find a place near the corner and so we are at one corner so imagine a rectangular room first floor and we are at the bottom right chair nearest and we are right in front of a storage room so right on my right there's a door which has a storage room and right and from my position i can see the entire room like what's going on and there's a big bar table in the middle with water in between and you know girls are there and there are chairs around the bar table where people are sitting and by people i mean old men and by old i mean 70 year old men you know like right in front of me there was a 70 year old dude and uh yeah he, he had like three girls around him you know some girls were dancing on the bar table in the water and stuff and he was like hey, come on in. <laughs> didn't have any teeth by the way the guy <laughs> just gums just had gums and he was, you know, making out and stuff. And I was already grossed out, uh, traumatized. Uh, and as I said, there was a storage room right next to me. There was a big door. And like right on, like, so I was on the bottom right corner, right? And on the top left corner, like right exactly diagonally opposite to where I was sitting, this girl was there and she was sitting on the table legs spread open and the guys was uh, and the guy was uh in front of her uh enjoying some snacks if you know what i mean you know some honey if you <laughs> to put it lightly um <laughs> so we were just i was just looking around i ordered a drink because as i said i tip well all right and also i'm an alcoholic so <laughs> so i ordered a drink and i'm drinking uh, I was talking to my friends and I was like, dude, what the fuck is going on here? This is really uncomfortable. Uh, and like the discomfort was visible on our faces because no one approached us, which is probably for the best. So I'm talking to my friends and 15 minutes pass. We were just talking and drinking, uh, trying to ignore the old guy right in front of us, making out with three chicks. And 
and like remember the person i told you who was diagonally opposite uh the guy who was enjoying some honey he gets up walks away the girl is still sitting there and some random second person comes in no relation to the person who was there he sits on his place and starts eating some honey again the girl is right there like no change in the position did not get up to drink some water you know get some disinfectant or <laughs> whatever and the guy just came in and you know resumed his dinner if you will you know dessert Ugh. and i was like dude that's one of the grossest things i've ever seen in my life like what the f- why would anyone do that and that's that's when i decided that i'm never ever ever going to do anything related to i don't know forget bangkok or prostitutes or whatever you know like <laughs> it just just kill me though just just kill me and it gets worse now this particular incident made all three of us just go away you know just get out of the gogo bar and go back home So as I was we were watching all this and we were like what the fuck is this disgusting shithole you know giving my best friend shit for picking this place we all knew that all the places were like this probably worse but uh, as we were doing all this the storeroom right next to us right so and look past me and a fucking 3 year old girl just runs in front of me into the storeroom and then comes out runs back out again right in front of the 70 year old guy who was making out with three girls she just runs past him and goes back into the storeroom again and dude by heart just broke you know like it was broken already it was disgusted now it just like broke completely and i looked at my friends they looked at me and we were like yep <laughs> it's time to go home it it's time to go home you know <laughs> i got up with my fucking limping feet because there's still thorns in my heel but which is probably still better than the life that poor little girl will have i hope she has a better life than this but you know oh, dude like why would you put a kid there <laughs> fucking scarred for life uh yeah and that's that's my that's the first week of my bangkok trip second week was mostly bullshit you know work frustrations and all that crap uh but my the ceo of my company came to stay with us which is always a good thing uh stayed in our room uh <laughs> great stuff uh, so not nothing eventful there uh but uh, yeah that was that was my first week what's the time woo 20 minutes long 27 minutes long god damn uh all right so we are already out of time so whoa i just kissed my mic that's the most action any either of us have gotten over the last one month <laughs> uh but oh yeah before i go before i check in on you guys again next week uh before i do that i was on a podcast not this one uh it was with one of my friends comedians and uh, if you really want to check me out in a more serious setting uh, where i'm less fucked up uh, and you know just watch me struggle with technology trying to get live with instagram 
check it out you know check it out uh i don't know where you can check it out because even i haven't checked it out but uh, <laughs> all right so this is the part where i realized that i'm not really great at promoting my shit <laughs> uh you know what i'll probably make an instagram account for this podcast and uh, and start putting this shit on youtube because barely anyone is on spotify in this country so you know what on that shitty self promotion let me just say goodbye stay safe and i'll see you again next time bye bye